Okay, I'm milling about with Georgina Paz-Cogan, starring as Victoria the White Cat in Cats. Hi, Gina! Hi, how are you? Full disclosure, we're friends, so we have to tell everybody this. We met back in the day when you were doing Anita. Yes. What is that, almost a year and a half ago now? I know, it feels so much more than that, doesn't it? Time has flown. It's flown by. You were... Fantastic as Anita in West Side Story and fell in love with you right there and then as a, as a dancer, as a person. and Also because we're both Sagittarius. Perfect, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that works. So here we are in Central Park and you come here with your dogs. Yes, every morning. Um, my sister and I live together right now and I usually take the morning walk. So this around the tennis courts is where I hang out and, you know, kind of have my like peaceful nature. I know it must be so invigorating for you to have some downtime. Um, yes, right now. I mean, it, to get up in the morning early, awfully showers in the park are rather early. They're before 9 a.m. So after, you know, late shows and getting up, but once, once I'm up and at it, I, I'm functioning as, a, as an adult after some coffee. But, um, yeah, it's really, like, today is the first day in a long time that I've had some time to be out in the park in the afternoon and... It's been really nice. <laughs> so tell me, Gina, like a day in the life. Like describe your day from morning till the show. Um, in cats or in general Gina life? Well, first we'll do cats, then we'll do general okay. Gina. <laughs> uh, cats life. Well, we're, we're really still just adjusting a cat's life, and we're not actually in our normal show schedule yet. We just finished our opening week, and it's the first week where we've done eight shows in a row. Um, we're not doing tech anymore, which was 12 to 12. Um, so uh, today I, I get up. I normally take class on Mondays. I was a little tired today, um, so I slept in. I took the opportunity to make the sister do the morning walk. Um, but there usually Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, I, I, I make myself go to ballet class and put on the point shoes. It's really important to keep myself in shape. And also for this show, there's a lot of balletic movement, and it's heavy, heavy, heavy dance. So um, class is essential and something that I've worked into my schedule. Um, so I normally would do that. And after I speak with you, I'm going to get acupuncture and um, some PT. The glamorous life. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> but generally, um, I try to get to the theater two hours before the show. I relish putting on makeup. I mean, I'm a girl. I'm not like a girl's girl. Like for me going out, it takes me literally five minutes to get ready. But to put on um, the Victoria makeup plot... Um, it takes a minute to, and I realize you're doing it all yourself, right? Yes, yes. We were we given tutorials, and all the cats, even the boys, do their makeup themselves. And actually, the boys are doing a great job. Um, I remember talking with Tyler Haynes, who's also a really close friend of ours. Yes, like, he's wonderful. The Rom Tom Taga. Yeah. He was like, Gina, I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I've never put on eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's like, he's a pro at it, and uh, it's just. It's fun to see the boys evolve in their makeup. So what was the most challenging part of the makeup for you? Um, a bit, well, 
I'm used to putting on um, a heavier makeup for stage at the New York State Theater. But what I realize is that my base is I'm matching my skin tone. And with Victoria, obviously, I'm making my skin white from my forehead to... Like chalk white. Yeah. To the, And I'm also like a dark-haired Victoria, so I have to do my hairline white. And to get the base is really the most important part of this particular makeup plot because... Um, you want the white to stay on. You don't want it to smudge off. So it, it takes much longer. I would just like rush through my base almost um, for you know normal ballerina purposes because if I happen to miss a spot, like it's still my skin tone. Whereas this, you can absolutely tell where I'm missing. So I'm realizing that when I eventually go back to normal ballerina makeup. I, I speak like it's normal putting, makeup. It's never normal makeup. You'll be putting white on your face. That's, I, well, that's I, what'll happen. I'll take spe- definitely specifically more care in putting on my, my, my base. So what was the first thought in your head when you saw yourself for the first time as Victoria? As Victoria? I said this before, but I was putting on like all the cat theme songs I know. So I was putting on Cat Scratch Fever in a New York City Valley dressing room. Um, What's New Pussycat? All of those, like, we were just kind of like laughing and my girlfriend's in the dressing room at City Ballet because I did my makeup plot early because believe it or not, I have severe skin allergies. So <laughs> when I took this job, the, my immediate question to my agent was, can I please be put in touch with the makeup artist? And we started our finding what products I would, would be able to use and doing testing sooner rather than All later. All hypoallergenic. Um, yeah, just like avoiding the things that I'm particularly allergic to. So that was an interesting process. And I also didn't want to be doing that during a tech period and have my face literally break out into these crazy rashes, which is... Yeah, lovely. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> um, so we did that process early. And so that's why the girls, they would just laugh and they'd just be like, well, I can't believe you're making yourself a cat. And I would like walk around in between rehearsals and they just would laugh and um, so it was fun. It, we always make a fun project. <laughs> so I had read like other cats before you are still finding themselves doing cat poses and little cat things. Are you, do you, when you're not even realizing it, is that happening? Last night. <laughs> last night. A good friend, Gretchen Smith, who's in the company with me as well, um, and our physical therapist, Kristen, she came to the show for the first time and we were talking and I was saying like how I will literally get to the point I was saying something I literally did oh my god and went to like brush my hair back but did it with two paws instead of just normal hands and they were like really did you just do that you just did that and I was like I it's it's second nature now and I was like this is like literally only five weeks in what's gonna happen come December and January it's just it's Stay tuned for the rest of that story. You'll be doing a pirouette with cat paws. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I've heard stories of how people who were in the production for so long, when they went back to dancing, they found it really hard to turn without the tail because the tail adds a certain weight to the body and the centrifugal. Uh, oh, man. I just. Those are going to be fun challenges ahead. <laughs> now, you actually had to. Oh, look at the horses. I know. See? Riding's back in Central Park. It's a scene we all need this. Everyone go to Central Park and take a minute away from your busy lives. There you go. So you had to rehearse with an actual fake tail. Mm-hmm. Yes, we, um, we not immediately, but we, the addition of the tails really, um, that was a pivotal moment in becoming a cat. 
um, as it was when we first did the makeup plot and we first put her costumes on and you first put the wig on. Um, those it kind of went in stages as to our, all of us as cast members finding our individual feline nature. Um, and then you can only imagine the first you know dress rehearsal we had when we were doing the movement that really was eye-opening as to what you can do as a cat. I mean, we all studied cat videos, but then also being on the real set and like getting to explore is basically like a huge adult jungle gym. Um, Wait, like you're a doggy person. We're sitting here with Jet. I'm you're sitting here with two dogs right with now. With two yeah. dogs, yes. So, how did you channel your inner cat? That's a good question. Well, I have I have very very dear friends, Sue and Michael Steinberg. Um, they have two beautiful cats, um, Tilson and Emma. So I kind of modeled Victoria after Emma because she is this beautiful, like, white, gray cat. She's very sweet. They kind of are like dogs. They come when called. They play. She'll, like, come up, but she's, like, a little shy, but she's also very comfortable and comfortable around Tilson, who's has, like, 10 pounds on her. <laughs> um... But so she she's kind of my inspiration for Victoria. So I used other people's pets <laughs> as inspiration. Do you ever think about owning a cat after the show? Uh, no, I don't think I'm going to. I don't think that there's any more room in my apartment for another living thing. <laughs> um, I might foster a cat. I'd like. I want to foster animals. Well, I mean, Marco was a foster, and we ended up keeping him. Jet was a Craigslist find, so I'm definitely for an adopt-don't-shop um, mindset. And, you know, I, I do hope to kind of, you know, bring some awareness to adopting, you know, cats and, cats and dogs in here in the city if you're going to have them. Cool. So tell me some of the weirder things that have happened after the show with with audience members or people waiting for you because I know you go down the aisles a lot. Uh-huh. Um, well, nothing particularly and had bad has happened to me. I don't go out into the audience as much as other cats do. Um, there have been some amazing stories where there was one time that Skimble Shanks scared the crap out of this poor man, and the whole audience just like erupted in laughter at the end of naming a cat, which is like kind of quiet. <laughs> and it's right before my solo, and I'm like on the ground, like preparing myself, and then all this huge eruption of laughter. And I'm like, that's gotta be one of my castmates doing something crazy out there. <laughs> um, so we have those moments. Um, Cats has a definite intense following. And, and it's getting younger and younger because of this cast, I think. Which, which is wonderful. Yeah. Um, I think... So you, we've had a number of experiences. The other day, we all came out for the opening number, and unbeknownst to us, there was another monkish strap in full makeup costume and wig sitting three rows back so that's kind of it keeps it exciting for us and like god bless him he came to both shows which i'm like go for it if you're gonna dress up <laughs> do it go hog you know um it's becoming like the rocky horror picture show meets cats totally <laughs> absolutely um you know um <laughs> There, so I'm hoping that we can, once we settle as a cast, we can, you know, we have, we feel like Cats has a lot of comedic fodder to it, <laughs> you know? 
So I think um, when it becomes time, the cast will start to put out some fun things that of our own accord. Um, what's, but, what's been the, what's been the the strangest gift you've gotten since the show started? We actually haven't gotten many gifts. Um, What's been super fun is because the show's so intense, you can basically eat whatever you want. So there's been a lot of cookies and cookies, and we love Schmackery's cookies. We love dough donuts, Catterday donuts. It's a win. If you want to win See, over the Cats cast, get Catterday donuts. There's cat in there. Yep. See? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, it's, it's, I mean, it's weird for me coming from, you know, the ballet world where, you know, there's obviously... You know, you maintain a certain aesthetic. And where I'm generally chill, most of my friends are very chill with nutrition. I understand that. Um, I definitely am not going over the top with with food. But it's been an adjustment adjusting my diet to I need to eat a lot more for this show. Because mm. I'm dancing the entire two-hour show. But back to your question, what's the weirdest gift? Um, I probably, I gave the weirdest gift. My opening night gifts were these massage cones that are called the thummy, but they kind of look like a butt plug. So they're not, though. They're not. And I, I splurged on these Can gifts, I get one of these? And I will, I'll send you the link. But they're my favorite. They're really great massage tools, and you can use them in so many different ways, and they're portable. Um, so so they didn't have little cats on them or anything no, like that? No, they were just like these little cone things that everyone thought that I was giving them like a weird sex toy. And I, in my card, I wrote a note to them and everyone said like, oh God, Gina, we could hear you saying it. Like just, no, this isn't a butt plug and shame on you for thinking of it. And um, I'm not going to tell you the real name of it because it's, it's a silly name. <laughs> but it does work. And I can they, say and something right now, but I won't. Literally. The people have been like, this thing is saving my life right now, and it's it's great. So I'm happy that I at least got a functioning and funny gift. You did well. So, uh, yeah, I'm the one that gives the weird gifts. <laughs> <laughs> so since the show began, what would you say is the most rewarding aspects for you? Uh, you know, after being in New York City Ballet and you think of yourself as the rogue ballerina, which I love. So what are the differences? Um, the differences in, well, and the rewards. The rewards. The rewards are, it's just like, I feel like I'm finally at a point in my career where I'm doing something that's feeding me as an artist. And is I have finally reached a point in my career where I can make choices for me. And I've put in the work. I've put in the work at City Ballet. I've, you know, jumped out of the core. I've reached this point to be a soloist there and I hope to make another jump but who knows and it's like I continue to do the work there and but at the same moment at this time I needed a break I needed some perspective I've only had one home I've only I've worked for many choreographers but I like you know getting work with Andy Blankenbuehler was uh, is such a wonderful gift and to be part of the show I mean we're we're part of the first revival on Broadway of Cats. That's, that's immense, and it carries a lot of responsibility, but it also is, I feel really proud that we as a cast have done this. Mm. And it's really, what's also really gratifying is that, yes, there are standout roles in it, but we are all doing this together, and the show would not make sense if, you know, all these characters weren't ones who really do feel 
uh, and think of each other as a tribe. And I love those kinds of work environments. You yeah. know, I we we all have our special things to give as characters, but then also as individuals. Like I think they did a wonderful job in bringing us all together as artists and casting the show. We. That was a bicycle going by. That was a great sound, by the way. <laughs> um, it's we, you know, the singers are amazing, the actors are amazing, and so we're able to pull. I'm finding myself being able to learn so much from all these people mm. and make these deep, deep connections with with people and share this experience with them. So much, much more Broadway ahead for you. I mean, I hope so. I. You know, I still need to work on my voice. I'm well aware of my weaknesses, but um, we'll see. You know, I think I love that dance is having a seeming renaissance, if you will, in Broadway shows, and um, I'm I'm inspired to make myself better at tap now and and even explore, you know. Bettering myself at hip hop. Hopefully, I've gotten a little bit better. I'm still that ballerina doing hip hop for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you're pulling it off, and I love that they're doing tap with no tap shoes. That is oh, so yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I'm. I feel like I'm a liability in a tap shoe <laughs> when it comes to sound right now. But so yeah, I'll do it. I'll do. I'll do a tap dance in my white jazz shoe. No worries. <laughs> no worries. So, what do you want to take away? costume-wise when the show ends? Um, or what can you keep? I don't think we can keep anything. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that it would be nice... You know, I have leg warmers. <laughs> I have a lot of leg warmers. I don't need to keep the leg warmers. I certainly don't need to keep the white unitard. There's going to be enough pictures of me in that that I'm going to not be able to escape that for the rest of my <laughs> life. But, you know, I'm owning it. I'm owning my body in a white unitard. And that has been something that I was kind of scared of and was looming over my head. And now it's just like, yeah, I'm in a white unitard, whatever. (laughs) You know, this is me. Take it or leave it. Um, I don't think I'm, A, allowed to take anything from the costume. But I think what what I'm able to take with me will be this experience and these memories and I feel like I'm already slightly nostalgic about it because I loved this process. I've never experienced this process of putting a Broadway show together from scratch. Very cool. So I want to hear your best cat goodbye. Your best cat sign off. Cats, it's not for pussies. <laughs> I have to say that's from my friend Sarah Ford. <laughs> She plays Jelly Lorem, and we're best friends now. <laughs> as she as she kicks up her foot in the air. <laughs> so yeah, that's my sign off. Thank you. Come sweetie. visit us. <laughs> always news. Always refreshing. Always candid. Oh. Always billing about. Robin Milling delivers what celebrities are saying to you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.